Welcome to Hair Uncut. I'm your host, Kelly Gorsuch. This is a podcast dedicated to looking at the hair trade from a top flight perspective. Follow along while we explore it through open and honest discussion. Hey guys, what's up this week? Um, I'm doing crazy stuff. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just getting out there and getting into everything. I, I've had all this um, this free time here since I have less salons. So I'm, I'm working on these side these side things. I like playing with these side things. I like all the um, I like all the branding that goes on with little side projects and. And just playing around, like for instance, we just we just released a coffee thing this week, so now we're using coffee um, at all the locations, obviously, and then we're now able to sell the coffee. And so I got to thinking about all of what goes into this product uh, game, and then I got into the analysis paralysis thing. So that's a little bit of what we're gonna t- we're gonna chop it up about today. Um, not a little bit, all a bit. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get in a little bit deep on that. I mean, there's not really a ton to get deep on with it. It's just it's just a concept that I think we we need to devote a little time to, just because through the years, what I've noticed with people who do and people who do not is typically based on over over analyzing something. Yeah, so I'm working on this product and and you know, the there's so much decision making that goes on in in something as simple as making a coffee. Um, you know, cuz it's a real product and you're going to put it out there. It's got to it's got to align with your brand in a way. It's got to be its own branding, but it's got to align with your brand. Um, and then I have my own personal taste, right? So in that process, you're going to be thinking about, um, okay, first, so let's start with the product itself. So you're going to be talking about beans, where they come from, are they organically sourced, um, are they fair trade? You're, there's all these like little side things that people who know about coffee would care about. Um, that's all stuff that's like way above my pay grade. So I have to learn it. I have to learn it quick. I have to learn it in depth. But at the end of the day, I'm going to forget it in two weeks. So I learn it very, very quickly. I put the, I write the information down and then I move on. Like it's out of my head. I'm not thinking about it anymore. Right. Then I'm thinking about, okay, well, that's got it. There's got to be a vehicle. There's going to be some way to get that from point A to point B. That is the bags. So then you're talking about okay, well, are these vacuum sealed? Are they sealed? Or what kind of what kind of seal can you get on them? What kind of um, bag can you get? What kind of material? Uh, what's best for the earth? Uh, then you get into the labels and you go through the same process. So uh, what's the size of the label? Okay, who can we who can make the label? Okay, now we know who can make the label. Uh, what kind of paper can they get? What kind of sticker? What kind of adhesive? Uh, what kind of colors can they print, right? And then you go to the designer. Then the designer has to design around these things. Then that designer gives you a, a thing. They work with the label maker. The label maker makes the label. And then you have to figure out, okay, do you want it shiny? Do you want it, uh, do you want it matte, right? And there's a lot of stuff going on here. And then in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about logistics, okay? So who's going to put this in the bag? Who's going to sh- do the shipping? Who's going to do the labeling? Who is going to uh, merchandise it once it hits the salon floor, right? You're, and then how much? Uh, what's my cost? What's my cost at the end of all of that? And then what's, what's, uh, what's my retail number um, on top of all that? And then what's our margin, right? And the margin for me when I'm 
talking about these side projects is all about not how much money I can make, but how much I can um, uh, make up for the cost of doing the project, right? So I'm going to spend a lot of money burning through coffee in the salons. So can I recuperate some of those costs with a little bit of sales, right? So now that's going to be on the shelf and maybe I'm going to make up five bucks a bag, who knows, right? And then that five bucks, okay, well, how much coffee does that, does that get me a day? So if I sell one of these bags a day, does it make the coffee, does it cancel out the coffee uh, cost for that day, right? Or, you know, or for that week, I mean, you just depends on what your margins are at the end of the day. Um, so that's a lot of the stuff that's going on through my mind um, in all of that. So there's a lot going on. And that that's uh, that brings me to that analysis paralysis, because the more I think about that, this is where a lot of people get bogged down. So this is a side project. So I don't really have like my life invested in that. And it's not a huge cost of investment. So but I can tell you working with a lot of people is like they can't do it. They can't pull the trigger on any of this stuff. And that's the problem with analysis paralysis because it's where decision making like basically grinds to a stop because of fear, right? And and that fear is just bad. It's bad all the way around because what that means is no decision gets made, right? And to me, uh, that's far worse than making the wrong decision. Anytime I have a decision and I put down these pros and cons, the whole idea of doing a pro and con for either or, or, or decision is that you want to try to remove as much emotion out of it as possible. And that's not always, um, it's not always a hundred percent effective, but you want to remove as much emotion out of it as possible. Once you do that and then you get bogged down, here's where, um, I guess my help lies. You have two decisions and you're sitting there going, okay, the pros and cons are pretty similar. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I just can't pick between the two. And then you're afraid to like make a bad decision or you're afraid to, that it won't be perfect the first time. Well, one, you just have to understand it's not going to be perfect the first time and that's okay. Right. Second, you have to understand, okay, I don't have to live and die by this decision. And if I'm really bogged down on it, if I have two decisions that I'm bogged down on, then they're both pretty good decisions. You're not going to lose going either way. This is where I just like make the decision. If I'm having a tough time, flip a coin. Doesn't even matter. If you're having a tough time making a decision, oh, which one? This antique white or this uh ultra bright white? And you know, and and you're trying to paint a wall. Like people will like bog down and then ne- and I'll do this on certain things, but people will bog down and never paint the wall because they can't like nail down the color. Well, you can't nail you had two decisions, they were both pretty good decisions, you're vacillating between the two. Just flip a coin. Just pick one. Who cares? Move on. Because my thing is, if, if it was so night and day of a decision, you would have picked the right decision and moved on anyway. Like if it was just like, okay, well, they're they're not similar. This one's all like mostly winning and this one's mostly losing, then it makes the decision really easy. But once you get into this trap of like, oh, I don't know which one it is, it doesn't matter. You can pick either one and it'll be fine. Right? So I, I'm a firm believer that if you want to lead and you want to lead a salon and you want to lead 
um, like a development of something. You have to put those things on paper, remove emotion, and then realize, okay, cool. We're just going to put that product out now. We're going to make a decision and we're going to move on. And here's one of the most important things. And I've, I don't know if I've said this before or not, but Mike Tyson says something and he says, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And I think that that pertains so well to business, right? Uh, it, unbelievably well to business. You can make and you can plan all you want. Something's going to go wrong. Something you didn't expect is going to happen. For example, uh, on our labels for the coffee we ordered, and like we just, you know, we made some decisions, we did some dope uh, design work, and then we printed off the labels. Well, the designer, um, the, the first labels were too glossy, right? You weren't able to draw on them and like write that, okay, this is, uh, these are whole beans or these are ground beans, Right. And and the only way to, to get past that is to like do it, make the decision and move on. Right. Like you like it's a small problem at the end of the day. That's why you try to start off with doing smaller runs. Then you test everything. Okay, did the did the bags work? Did the labels work? Are they sticking to the to the product? Uh did did the the design work overall with the feeling? Okay, did the colors work? Right. And that's all stuff you're going to work through. So we can't, we got these back and, you know, we, we knew we were rushing where we we're going to go to, we did a, a makeshift label to, to, I, I've done this enough to understand that like you don't go all out on the first process because I can't tell you how many times I've went and done insane label runs and then they come back and, and they're not usable. Um, I once did a label run for the product line that was $12,000 and then, uh, and then they came in and they wouldn't st- they wouldn't stick on the product and and it's gone. It's just twelve thousand dollars burn up. Now, luckily, that was a a problem from the label maker, so they ate the cost. But had it been my problem, that would have been a huge like just right off the bat, like uh you know just a hard hit, and it would have been hard to swallow. Um, so I'm a big fan of doing smaller runs because what you're gonna find is like uh what we found right. Uh, the label was just a touch too shiny. So now you got to get a more matte label. Well, you got to get something that works with the bag because we're, we're, we're working black on black. So it, it it can be matte, but it can't be too matte because the bag's matte, right? So it's got to be like a semi or or an eggshell or a pearl or something like that, right? So you got to get a different finish. Um, and then also too, our gold, our gold came in like a little too weird. It came in a little more orangey and less goldy. So now we have to like figure that out. Um, but I know at the end of the day on the long-term run, we're going to do something different. We're going to do like a copper. We're going to do something else. So I have all these decisions in the back of my mind and I'm playing the game like farther down the field, but I'm also, um, I'm out the product's out. It's on the shelves, right? So I'm working through some of this process and the product's out there and it's, and it's making its money. It's doing its thing. It's, it's its own living beast now, Right. I'm not sitting around for years trying to figure this out because what I'm what I know is you'll you'll sit here and you'll just okay, well, what about the bags? Like let's get those bags, let's test them. Okay, let's get those beans. Okay, well, let's make sure now like you know, now we're in a year down the line, then you go back and you go, "Well, can we still get those beans? Can we still get them to mix those two types of beans?" Or and like you go to the bean company and the bean company's like, "Yeah, we can we no longer source from that person." Right? And it's like, "Oh, so now we're back at square one." <laughs> right? And that's like a scenario that I'm not I'm hoping doesn't happen, but 
at the same time, okay, like even if it does happen, we'll just change the beans, change the labels a little bit. They're meant to be changed. And then you move on. And what I guess, though, the best part about this process is products out. The product's on the shelf. You did something. You created something. Congratulate yourself. You made a decision. You're a leader. <laughs> you know, and now this is the fun part. This is where everybody gets to pick it apart. <laughs> And you have to, and you have to sit back and take it, right? And and like you know, everyone's got their opinions, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, you do what you do, and you forget about that, and and you just let it be its own thing, and just be happy that people are talking about it at all. And then you make your own tweaks, right? Like I know I'm probably gonna move to like a different foil. I'm probably gonna do something a little bit more creative instead of the gold color that we're printing on the beginning, right? And so if a lot of people don't like that. Like, okay, I was going to change it anyway, right? <laughs> it's not a big deal. But at the end of the day, some of the stuff we get so trapped on is we think people aren't going to like it. And then at the end of the day, they, they're just going to be like, uh, yeah, that's fine. It looks good. I really like it. <laughs> and then we just worried for nothing. And that's that part about it that like I, I think if you take this back into the salon, right? And because I've used it all as a, a coffee product as an example. But if you take this back into the salon, like recently, you know, I ordered a pillow for the couch and I agonized over it for months, you know, and, and I'm trying to draw a, a color in from a painting behind. And then I, I've got like uh, coffee table books on the table and I'm trying to bring a pop of that coffee table book in on the pillow as well. And you're just like, I'm trying to do a lot with a little. And then I've got to worry about like, okay, does the fabric of the pillow catch hair will the hair stick in it is it going to be easy to clean will it last is it quality made is it going to feel good against the texture now i'm putting it on a leather couch is it the texture of the pillow going to like match the leather and, and you know and, and you got, i got a lot of stuff going on you know I, i'm i'm trying to think about this in a way where it all makes sense and it and it becomes cohesive uh and I can tell you, like, even with a small decision like that for me, it's like really easy to get bogged down on it. And then I always have to go, you know what? Just order it. Like, okay, cool. Like, I've been agonizing it. I know these are the two options or these are three options that I've been going through for a while. And like, any one of those options will be good. I just need to do it. Because here's the thing. If it comes in and the fabric doesn't work and it, and it doesn't clean well, I can just buy one of the other options. I have those two options on hand. And I just go through this process with everything, you know, like it's like, um, you know, a policy, right? Like a cancellation policy. Like I just go through the pros and cons of it and I, and then like just very methodically, these are the pros and cons. And, and then I not only look at the pros and cons of it now, I look at the pros and cons of it. Okay. Five months from now, five years from now, well, what can I see happening? Uh, does this cause more problems for the desk, more work for the shampoo assistants, Right. Then I have to like start to weigh the the secondary and the tertiary uh, issues that develop, you know, in the original calculation, right? So I'm doing a lot of analysis on this stuff, and and I, I'm weird. I like to reverse engineer stuff. I like to kind of start down the road first and then work backwards. I I, I don't know why I'm strange, um, but then once I get there, once I kind of put all that together, I just make a decision. And I move on. And then I do the Kaizen thing where I make small, continuous tweaks to the policy forever. Um, because what what people don't understand is you can make a decision, but five years from now, things shift. 
you know, like uh, the momentum of society. Things are just constantly moving and shifting. And what's okay today may not be okay five years from now and vice versa. Um, so you really have to like shift with your policy and with the times and, um, you know, and obvi- obviously your technology and the way that people get used to it changes with time. So I'm taking a lot of that into account. But one thing I'll leave you with here is make the decision and move on with your life. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening in. Really appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for taking the time to care about the industry. It it matters more now than it ever has before. Please review this podcast if you're so inclined. And if you like the content and the information that we shared today, please take it, make it your own, distill it, skill up, and whatever you do, please take the time to pass it on to the next generation.